Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Pokemon Direct Reaction. I'm Justin Mass, and I'm here with three of the coolest guys around the internet. Mr. Jesse Waldak, Timothy Off, and Marty Estes. And guys, we're going to break down for you our thoughts on the Pokemon Direct. This is a bonus mini episode of Nintendo Dads. You're also going to be getting in your uh, podcast catcher of choice, also our 2020 predictions. But we wanted to give this to you as a bonus because it is exciting stuff. Um Around the horn really quickly. Jesse, quick thoughts on this this uh, this Direct? Um, as someone who really didn't enjoy this generation, uh, nothing here is interest is going to convince me to do to get back into it. But uh, right. my son is all over it. All right. Perfect. And for those of you that don't know really what we're talking about, two things were announced as Direct. Actually, I'm going to give you like a 2.25. Number one is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon something something DX is coming out. It's in the notes, um, dude. It's right. Re- listen, listen. Rescue Team DX. There it is. Rescue Team DX. I was <laughs> I was using a different browser today. It's been a new day for me. All right. <laughs> uh, that is coming out in uh, in March 6, 2020. Pre-orders are available, and there's a demo available as well. Uh, and then, of course, Nintendo, they then released or announced the Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion pass. We're going to talk about that a whole lot later. And then they also, as, a, as the point five commentary said, mentioned that Pokemon Home coming in February 2020. Before we break down all that news, I want to go quickly continue around the horn. Timothy Off, how are you doing, sir? No, we don't hear you. I don't hear you, Tim. <laughs> Marty Estes. I, I'm here. I can give my impressions. Uh, okay. All right. What do you think? So uh, I'm super excited about this. As I, I'm on the flip flop uh, of Jesse here, as he is a bigger, way bigger Pokemon fan than I am. But I have loved Gen 8. I thought that Pokemon Sword and Shield were fantastic. Uh, and I actually still working my way through them. I'm just now at the third gym. <laughs> so don't judge me. Sure. Uh, but everything that I saw today, uh, I really enjoyed. And I even downloaded at Jesse's recommendation, uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. Uh, and played through the entire demo earlier today and actually enjoyed it. There's some things about it that kind of made me scratch my head and we'll talk about those uh i guess when we dive into that a little more in depth but uh yeah, I Mar- marty was... asks what reason do i have to download this demo and i said you like roguelikes <laughs> that was <Yeah>. enough <laughs> and it's sure. I, you you were exactly right it's it's enter the gungeon with pokemon uh only not as good uh but anyway uh as somebody who is not like a super huge pokemon fan i thought I didn't go into the direct expecting anything at all, uh, but very happy with what they revealed. That's fair. Timothy Alf, I think you've got your, your sound back, sir. I think so. Can you hear me? Uh, we can. Lovely all voice, right. sir. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm excited. That, um was pleasantly surprised by today's direct, and um, I didn't get to download the, the demo of the uh, mystery dungeon yet but i'm i want to check that out because it was something i know my my oldest he got to play he and i watched him play on the game boy and kind of kind of from afar just kind of enjoyed it so i i'm, I'm looking forward to checking that out myself but for me the expansion passes um actually have me more excited for pokemon than it ever has before hmm. so, so tell me more tell me why 
uh, because of just where they're going with it. It's DLC. I don't have to go buy a brand new game, uh, you know, like a Ultra Pokemon Sword or Ultra Pokemon Shield, you know, this year or whenever it was going to come out. I get I get to do the expansion passes and it's, you know, 30 bucks to play, get the f- full expansion pass for the shield. And then, you know, I'm sure my kids are going to probably want it, too. So there's going to be a lot of money thrown around at Nintendo, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And what they showed, the concepts has me really excited about especially the island, the Isle of Armor. Mm-hmm. That one really intrigued me because of the kind of kung fu aspect of things there. Um, so I'm excited to try that out. And even the crown of Tundra and the, the new character or the new legendary Pokemon that was shown there, looks kind of interesting to learn more about. Yeah. Can I just say here, I, I love the idea of this DLC replacing a, a new version of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we joked around in the past about what, what, what's it going to be? Is it going to be like Pokemon trebuchet or Pokemon gun or Pokemon axe? Right. I, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't know what, it, what, what we, yeah, I think Trebuchet was the one that we joked about is even named an episode for, but uh, yeah. like this uh, being a, a natural extension of the game I already have, and I can get both of them for 30 bucks right. uh, together, I think is is a huge win. Uh, but Tim, I'm, I'm on the opposite side of you on this in that I thought the Crown of Tundra looked way cooler than, I mean, I love the Kung Fu thing. Like was it that. because it was in the snow? Uh, and it's colder, kinda, it's cooler to see what kind of, but no, like I, I really liked the design of the um, the outfits that you're gonna get for your characters there, the yeah. like the snowsuits and the uh, what Jesse, help me out here because I'm you know, I can't eat, I can't, I don't know Pokemon and I can't pronounce Pokemon. So, uh, what were the what are the rock Pokemon that were shown off in that? I've seen them before. Well, I just call Wolverine. them the Reggie. Well, I just call them the the in, uh, the group. I just call them the Reggies. You know, the the, the existing four are Regirock, Regice, Registeel, and Regigigas. And we know there's going to be two more coming. We don't know what they're called yet. They were. I bet one named. of them is going to be called Regifizami. Oh, that's a, that's an opportunity. Uh, but no, like those looked, that looked really cool. I do like the other, like the, uh, what's the name of the, uh, Cub Fu, the other legendary Pokemon that evolves yeah. into like the Kung Fu type with two fighting styles. Urshifu. I really thought that was the Urshifu. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I, in fact, when I, like when I saw Urshifu for the first time, it made me think of the father from Ranma one half. If you, oh, Ginma. Yeah. So anyone who doesn't know the show, not kid-friendly. Uh, no. No, it so, is not. It's a good show. Go uh, away, but keep the kids away. You know, no, do, no, it, like, do it out of like, kids. Like, I will say this, and Justin, I, I, I'm interested in hearing what you thought, because I know you watched it, and I know you did a, a, a reaction video earlier today, but um, like, I watched this, and and. Uh, I was having my morning coffee and, you know, my, my son came downstairs in the middle of it and immediately got super hype mm-hmm. about it. And, and the thought came to my mind during this of this is how you do DLC. Yeah. Because it's not just, Hey, here's some more Pokemon and some outfits. It's, Hey, here's a whole new story. And, uh, something else that was revealed today that I don't see in our notes that, uh, new Pokemon will be added to the Galarian decks. 
but there will also be two new Pokedexes. There will be a uh, an Ar- an Isle of Armor Pokedex, and there will be a Crown of uh, whatever. Okay, Pokedex. I don't think I knew. I don't think I knew that they were going to be separated. No, there, there's yeah. So like, I guess there's going to be some bleed over, but there's going to be some you can like you can only catch in that setting, and that's right. why they their own Pokedex. Which makes sense. So was, uh, Gen 7 did the same thing. They had s- several smaller ones that did have overlap. Yeah. So I saw that on Twitter earlier tonight, and I, d- I definitely wanted to, to bring that up. So, Justin, yeah. uh, your reaction to this. I mean, I know the video's out there, but for those of us who haven't uh, seen that yet or people who maybe don't catch us on YouTube, what do you think? Yeah, so I um, the so I'll kind of break it down really quickly. Like the mystery dungeon thing, I had no interest in, so I just moved on from that essentially. But you were um, right in that it was a dungeon crawler type of type of game. There you go, right? I was like, it's a dungeon thingy. I'm like, I'm out. Um, I actually found this really interesting and really fascinating, and I think that you, Marty, you kind of nailed it on you know on the head there. Was that I think this is really how you do DLC right now. There's a couple very interesting things that that I heard during these conversations and definitely i mean any presentation any direct a pr person has gone through right they've 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 massaged it they've tooled it but a couple things i want to bring attention to the regions that are being introduced now they made very distinctive commentary about how this is the regions are similar to the wild the wild area in relation to camera movement movement and exploration which is what i said that the whole game should have been yeah, exactly. And I think that, and I think interestingly enough, Jesse, I think that was a resounding comment from so many people. And I'm not saying that a game review or feedback has to dictate changes, but I think that definitely, that, that, that was probably an opportunity they saw of like, okay, so let's do this differently. So I thought well, that was maybe a right. good commentary. Well, you know, I've been playing Dragon Quest Eleven for yep. the last few weeks, and even Dragon Quest Eight, you could, you could do that anywhere in the game. So yeah. this is not a new technology. No, I don't. I don't think so. But I think it's new to the Pokemon franchise, right? Um, and, and so I think right. that that was a good change for them. And I think you know very much so. And I went back and, I, and you know it was interesting. I saw so many people after the direct jump on the Switch and play some more. And I'm going to be very honest, as did I jumped on today and played uh, Shield for about an hour. Uh, Marty, I beat the third gym, so I'm a little maybe just a little bit ahead of you. Uh, well, and that's a this game folks. is in my I'm backlog. I'm still playing Pokemon, it, so there's a testament right there. Yeah, th- this game's in my backlog that I have to complete before Animal Crossing is there out. You go. Uh, I think what I've got to do to get through this game is I've got to stop obsessing about catching every different Pokemon on every route. Like I just need to just move. Uh, And I've been doing that. Like the last time I played it, I was like just forward progression. That is the goal. And so I, I I cleared some land there, but like, I love the, the, the idea that uh, can I tell you what my favorite part of the whole trailer was, it was Venusaur and Blastoise. That was it. Like just the fact that they're back, the fact that they uh, not yeah, only are. Quick, they, like, they didn't talk about it, but, uh, but when they were sh- introducing each of the two DLC packs, they did it with various uh, concept art. And so we saw that they were coming in, I believe, yeah. the first expansion. I would. Um, yeah. I, think, I have it in my notes. I, I, yeah. It looks yeah. to me like they're more suited for the the Isle of Armor. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Isle of Armor. Uh, Crown Tundra also has. Uh, we'll we'll ha- we'll introduce Galarian, Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I, didn't, I didn't think those were as, as good a designs as. I think the I think well. the other the other interesting things that I, I kind of want to just just to pull forward here, and I think this is very 
I think the the Pokemon that are being introduced are great. But I think like the other commentary I would say here is the fact that they said that basically we're adding Pokemon to the Pokedex that you may have seen in other places, including those legendaries, right? I think that's a very interesting um, statement. Again, this is, I think, in a bit of a response to what we heard from the national decks kind of being removed, right? So I think there's a response to that as well. Um, so I, and I also think, you know, I, Jesse or, or Marty, you brought it up a couple moments ago, is that idea of like, you don't need to buy the ultra form, whatever it is going to be now, right? And they said, like, you use your current save data. It's an expansion. It keeps you going. If you think about it, with these both both these updates, this will progressively take the life cycle of this game to being at least a full year, right? That, I think, is very interesting, right? They said well, yeah, fall they, 2020. Well, it is because of the, the release dates of both those expansions that, are separate, you know, basically the in March and then in, in fall. Yeah. The other thing that it does is it doesn't just increase the longevity of this. It increases the footprint of the game as far as how relevant it stays on yeah. people's mind. Correct. It's not, it's not well, they pumped out uh, Pokemon Sun, and then 16 months or so, we're going to get another, or 12 months ago, we're going to, 12 months ago, we're going to get a, another Ultra Sun, and we're going to have to start all over. Yeah. Now it's, it's all yeah. coming together in this one game. Yeah, thinking Procon, the pro is you don't have to start over, where before yeah. when you bought the third game, you had to start from ground zero again. And the it's it's con, keeping it in the forefront of people's minds as right, well. But, yeah. but the con of this, and people are going to twist it, and I'm sure someone's going to make this, is they're going to make it sound like that they are paywalling Pokemon through DLC. I'm like, well, kind of, but the alternative is... They cut this game off, do a new game, and now you have to pay twice as much to yeah. get the same content. So either way, you well, have to pay more. Well, the other thing I'd say about that, and Jesse, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, because as, as watching it, they did mention that anyone who has the expansion pass can trade with people who do not have the expansion pass and could trade those Pokemons over to those individuals. Right. So so, so there is an opportunity for people who, who – so you're not necessarily paywalling – the Pokemon, you're definitely paywalling the regions for sure, right? Like that's yeah. that's that's not. You won't a be able to catch them natively, but you can get them traded. Correct, them. exactly. So there is an opportunity there and, as well. And same with Pokemon Home. If you do yeah. not an expansion provi- uh, owner, you but you have a Blastoise in Home, you can transfer it over. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. Like, and we all know how I, you know, my my history with the Pokemon stuff, right? And a little bit of a goon. I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I agree with I agree with Marty. I think this is a great way to extend the game. I think this is a really fantastic job for how they do their DLC. And again, I think of just so much what we're seeing from Nintendo. And I know the Pokemon Company and Nintendo are not the same, but there's such tight relationships there that Nintendo continues to look for opportunities to extend the life of the games they're putting out. Right. This is a common theme we have seen in the Switch the entire way through to more of a point that when a game does not get a DLC or an expansion pass or something, we more shake our heads and question why. Right. Mario uh, I, th- I think Mario Party is a great example. of Mario that. Party. Mario Party is a great example, right, where it makes perfect sense. But then you're like, oh, by the way, have you tried the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 prequel? Right. That's. 30 hours have you tried the splatoon expansion have you played breath of the wilds master quest right you're like there's so much there but what nintendo has really done well is building this idea of hype cycles and moving it forward i think this is fantastic i already uh pre-ordered the dlc and got it yeah um 
And speaking of that, I wanted to throw to a question here that we got via email uh, because it relates to this topic directly. It's from uh, Third Strongest Mole or Samuel Wagers, uh, and he asks us this. He says, I imagine you'll be discussing Pokemon Direct tonight, so I'd like to pose a question. Do you think that Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC was planned from the beginning of development, made in response to backlash over Sword and Shield, or consists of content cut from the game to make the release date. Thanks. I'm looking forward to the show. So my thought on this is mm. all games have cut content. They, whether it's to make a release or to just this section isn't polished and we it's easier to scrap it and recycle it later. So this isn't just a new concept. Uh, so while I don't think content was cut with the explicit intent on reintroducing it as DLC, though we, we've seen this crap before. I don't think this was the intent here. And I, I think DLC has always been the intent. Yeah, I mean, I... I, you know, I, I with t- with I what t- they're planning, they would have needed more than three months to figure it out. Yeah. So th- um, this was definitely was in the, in the planning stages during m- main development of the game. Yeah, and I, I agree with you, Jesse, that it's like an idea could be cut because it didn't make sense, but now we're just reintroducing the idea, coming back to it, right? Budgets, timing has to be adjusted. But I mean, I do yeah. think that like when you also say, by the way, like the the expansion, like the expansion was like, and it's out today, and it's it's expansion number one today, and expansion number two is in June. Then I would have been like, okay, this was just like in the game, but you literally just moved it to the side table for for a month and a half, right? As opposed to they're like, it's out by the end of June and it's sometime in the fall, <laughs> right? They're still very much still working and developing it and, and tweaking those pieces would be my thought at least. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, see, there's... Think, there, yeah, go ahead. No, there's part of me that wants to, to believe you, Jesse, and say that this has always been part of the plan, right? But then there's also part of me that wants to say that this is totally response. And the reason for that is the long uh, dev cycle for DLC and the fact that they're showing it off six months before it releases. Because uh, for the most part, I mean, you, you take the concept art and you take the, the in-game footage, it looks like it's a, it's a good way to being done. But... On the other hand, like well, hearing it, what that means the art's done doesn't mean that the animations well, and the cutscenes are. I mean, it looked anywhere. like. I mean, they were showing. I mean, the cutscenes. Yeah, they've got to. They've got to animate those and all that stuff. But I, well, I did but, notice but, there was a lot less here. finished content in the exception. Hear me out so. here when I say this: that uh, the fact that what we were talking about just a few minutes ago about the fact that it is that that both of these regions are going to be more wild area than set perspective makes me think that this is maybe maybe the plan was always to have some DLC but that the plan for the DLC changed that's, yeah yeah that's, that's I mean that's too. that's possible cuz i think the thing i would say here marty is that like for them to go back and make those adjustments, like the game's already out, right? It's already sold a gangbusters. It's not like you're going to impact the sales numbers because you had that peak time over Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Like no one's like, you know, I was definitely thinking about getting Pokemon, but now that there's an expansion pass, I'm definitely going to. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, you well, would have had know, those initial sales. I know people sales. who will not buy the original two versions and wait for the third and fourth. But sure. So 
these people will now say, now I have to buy the first and then buy the DLC. Right. Which, but there's, but there's, but that's a minor. But that, group, that's, right? the, that's the minority. You're, yeah. I mean, just like, just like Tim, he was like, uh, I got two versions in November accidentally. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that was when your peak sales time was, that was when the hype cycle around it is right. Um, now here's what I do think. Interesting enough. I do think expansion pass number one comes out either the week of E3 or the week after E3. I think it's going to be week of, and that yeah. way they can highlight it on the stream. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, Tim, I think it's going to be. I actually think fact, it might be the week before. Let me tell you before, what it's going to be. It's so going to they... be during the E3 digital event, it's going to be available now. Yeah. Or I'm available hoping... right after this presentation. Yeah. See, I'm hoping they actually do it a week before E3. To clear it out clear it out of the so they don't have to talk about it during E3 and give us new stuff. That's possible, right? And Pokemon has sometimes done that. Sometimes yeah. they have done like a, a mini direct a week or two before, just kind of cl- like getting their stuff off their docket and being like, and by the way, we'll show this at the treehouse. Yeah. Tim, o- what Pokemon do you has think? traditionally had that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Tim. Sorry. It's okay. No, I, I, there's nothing new I would say here. Cause I agree with all of you guys. Uh, uh, essentially that I think that from the get go, when they were designing this game, DLC was part of the plan. What was in the DLC was probably not hashed out yet until they finished this game, maybe had some extra things that fell into the DLC and then also used the DLC to help squash some of the issues that they ran into the complaints. So I agree with all of that. But honestly, it's it's uh, it's all stuff that. As long as as long as it's not taking advantage of the consumer like you guys were talking about where, you know, it's like, oh, you know, we're going to make an extra buck by, you know, we've got this developed. This will be good in the DLC. Let's just move it over. It doesn't seem like that. <laughs> right. It doesn't seem like that. So so, so let me I ask the devil's advocate question because I've seen this online today. Mm-hmm. Here's the devil's advocate question. So you mean that you were always going to put Blastoise and Venusaur and all these other Pokemon that I wanted in the game, and you purposefully held them out and held, and, and I've seen this today, held them hostage, quote, unquote, behind a DLC paywall. You made me wait. And this is I, why okay. we couldn't have a full Dex. And, and I would say... I'm sorry, entitled video game teller, uh, video game player. Tell me what more, why you think that that's deserving of you. Here, this is my understanding. That's my devil's advocate to that. So, yes, the the data is in the game because I've heard, seen people mod their save files next to bring vent, uh, Bulbasaur in the game and completely playable with today. So maybe not necessarily locked by DLC, but at least locked by future patch. Again, you don't need. You won't, you may not, you won't be able to catch a Bulbasaur or any of its line or without the DLC, but you can at least have it traded or homed in once, once the game lets you do so. Now, for me, it, it doesn't, I don't care. So, I mean, it's just like, it's, I love you. If it's, if it's in the code, so what? It's going to come out later. I'm going to get it later. I can understand the passion. Believe me, I understand completely. I'd be frustrated too if, say, I'm playing Metroid and, um, you know, something was, I felt was held back, came out later. I'd probably be frustrated too. But with the Pokemon side of it, I think, I think sometimes people nitpick a little bit too much and just, uh, it's just, 
it's there, it's going to be there, or maybe not all of it's there. I'm sure there's still going to be Pokemon that's not all there. So it's just, it's the new way moving forward. We just got to get over it. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone like, I think respond great... to this by saying that they don't like the decision that Nintendo and Game Freak have made, but they completely understand it because there are tons of people bending over backwards to shovel them money whenever they make decisions like this. Yeah. So if if we want to, I don't know if we want to let business Justin out of the out of the closet here <laughs> for a few minutes, but uh, would you agree with that? Business Justin, that if people are going to pay for it, why not? I mean, why wouldn't they do this, right? Yeah. I mean, it's simple dollars to cents kind of methodology there, right? Like, uh, you know, as much as people shake their fist of like, ah, I don't want that. I disagree. Um, let me, I, we did a quick Twitter poll today. I asked, are you purchasing the uh, expansion pass? So we've had 54 votes, or sorry, 47 votes. Okay. 53% say yes. And 11% of that also say, I already did. So that's at 64%. And then another 36 is no. So you have over 50% you should have of had, You should have had, I don't own Pokemon at all. So you yeah. know how many. If you, well, if you're, if you're voting in the poll, like, come on now, go on. Right. <laughs> um, so well, I, I mean, I, I think from a business, I think from a business perspective, it's, it, Here's the, I'm going to be honest. Here's the one thing that I kind of had a bit of a niggle about it was the expansion pass different for each version. That was where I went, really? Really? You couldn't have just done one expansion they're, pass? They're really leaning into that separate yeah, version. That, yeah, that, that, that was I, like, because I, I thought of like Jesse and I, th- and I was like, Jesse, you gotta, if you're doing this, you gotta buy like every single one of your folks one of these pass. You know, like I thought that was a little bit too much, but. Oh, my son's buying his own. I'm not gonna. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Jesse, it's now me. It's now me who has to worry about that. So if my son wants it, then that's 30 bucks. My daughter wants it, that's 30 bucks. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, my son had eShop money that he got for Christmas that he had not spent yet. There you go. And he said, nice. Dad, I want this. And I said, be my guest. <laughs> There's so your eShop. Go ahead one. and spend your $32.84 on <laughs> your Pokemon Sword DLC, and I'll get my shield later on. Yeah, that does remind me a little uh, uh, note. We found out that if you try to use gold coins on your eShop account to buy DLC, generally does not work. It doesn't let you do that. Okay. So, yeah, you know, we we've seen that multiple times in, in in the video we we put out, you know, when when the Switch launched, talking about how to spend the gold gold coins. A lot of people said I tried to buy V bucks and it wouldn't let me. I'm like, mm. well, you, you can't do it on DLC. You can only do it on game games. So again, you can buy eShop cards and DLC works fine. Just, you just can't use gold coins there. Nice. And wanted to also mention uh, Mecha Dragon Dragon in the chat says. Are we not going to discuss how Inteleon's Gigamax form has him holding an actual gun? Yeah, I saw that too. It looks like he's like a, in a sniper rifle sniper. tower, essentially, right? Um, it's fantastic. That was, I thought, different. I don't, I don't know. And yeah. then Rillaboom behind the uh, the drums there. That was really cool. Like the oh. big drum set. Ah, Mecha Dragon says he can. He did use gold coins to. Uh, he used gold coins to buy Pokemon tournament DLC. Oh, so I guess it depends on the D- on the game you're DLCing. Maybe maybe it didn't work in Fortnite because it's expendable dollar. Expendable yeah, it's a currency. Currency. Maybe? That might yeah, be the difference. Interesting. Okay. 
Um, so, Jesse, it, it, Jesse, if you give it a try, let us know. Thank you. Yeah, Jesse, did we receive any voicemail calls regarding this that we should play we, and listen to right now? Uh, I we did. I have one queued up for you. Here we oh, go. Oh, fantastic! Almost like I knew that. Hey, Dad. This is Reggie. I was just curious with the recent release of the Pokemon DLC and 200 more Pokemon. Do you think they're ever going to come up with a full Dex in Sword and Shield, or is it just going to be left at three quarters? Thanks for the answer, guys. I appreciate it. Bye. I don't think it's ever going to be a full national Dex. I don't think like if and, and, and sorry, and maybe let me just make make sure I'm clear in this because I'm speaking a language that I know nothing about. But when we talk about like the national Dex and the full Dex, like Reggie's question here, the Dex is. Every single one of the Pokemon games, every single Pokemon in there, like in like in version uh, the original, there was 151. That was that Dex, right? And then we added the new, the next version, and it was like I don't. And again, I'm making numbers up. 200. So now we're at 350, right? So the national Dex was 350, essentially, right? Justin yep. does math here. So yep. so his question is because they said we're not doing the national Dex. Do we think we're ever going to see a full Dex, or are we just going to kind of be always at three quarters? Pokemon Home is the national Dex. I think that's exactly it, Tim. Yeah, I think a hund, Hundo P. I but think did, exactly did they it. not say specifically that there would never that like this decision to not have a national Dex in Sword and Shield was a decision that they were going to stick with moving forward? It is their discretion to add more Pokemon to that Dex? But you're never going to have all, what, 900 and something? Well, I, I, I looked it up, and it looks like including his... Presuming Urshifu's two forms counts as one entry, because that's usually how it works. Um, nope. Based on what we know, it's up to 893. If it was a national dex. Yes. But they're adding, let's see, the the the... The Galarian decks was at 400. Is that correct? Right. Before Gal- this? Galar- Galarian forms do not add to the decks. They, they take right. a slot of their... The, the Pokedex that was in Sword and Shield stopped at 400. Is that correct? Yes. So then they said they're going to add 200 more. More than 200. They didn't more give an exact number. Uh, so, then, so then it's safe to say that more than 200 means it's somewhere between 250 and – or 225 and 300. Right. Uh, so, so now you're up to 800. I mean, you're almost up to 700, but how many of them are brand new Pokemon? If there are any brand new Pokemon. Well, I, I don't – yeah, I don't know if you there said are... Galarian forms don't add to it. Right. Well, we, we know the new legendaries, uh, Kubfu, Urshifu, and uh, – Calyrex. I don't know if there are any other new ones. All, any, all of the others will be your your Bulbasaur, your Blastoise. Yeah. So this is their the, the, attempt to remedy something that they've done. Yeah. The, we know three of them coming: uh, Slowbro, uh, Slowpoke, Slowbro, Slowking. So there's so many things going on there. So many things that I don't think are real words. Uh, speaking everything of, was a real I, word. I know, They're Pokemon right? words. Ah, gosh darn it. Uh, I want to start wrapping this up because I know that we have definitely got uh, shows to go, folks. Uh, I do want to say this really fast, though. If you this just in final notes here, expansion pass is available. Actually, a couple points. Uh, Mr. Dungeon Demo is out. Uh, Marty, would you recommend playing it? Give me a yay or nay. If you like uh, roguelikes, yes. Uh, I thought it was was really charming. Uh, The graphical upgrade is extremely nice from, I mean, the Game Boy Advance, right? And the DS. Uh, it 
it really reminded me of like the art in this is going to sound weird. The art in Winnie the Pooh cartoons and books of the yeah, hundred acre wood kind of looked like and, a, a watercolor type of hand drawn watercolor type esque stuff. And it was easy to, to play and understand. Uh, I think there's some, some weird design choices about like movement that you'll understand when you play the game, but Hey, so- some of that it's might like, have been the restrictions like of the told GBA. Me, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like what Jesse said. Uh, do you like roguelikes? And I, the thought that came to me was it's free. If I don't like it, I can immediately quit playing it and delete it. And delete it. I don't know if I'm going to buy it, but I mean, yeah, play the demo. Sure. Okay. All right. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so here's what I'm going to, here's what I'm going to say to that folks is, uh, so that demo is available to play. You can pre preload, right? The uh, the game as well. And also, if the expansion pass is out now, if you get the expansion pass, you get some free gear right now. You get some T-shirts that are free, and then you can actually get the slow poke Pokemon. Yeah, slow poke, right. and then you can choose to evolve it in the first DLC pack to a slow bro if you want, or you can choose to evolve it in the second expansion to a slow king by having them hold an item at some point. And yeah. So the, you can also meet your, you can also meet your new regional rivals when you get that slow poke. Yeah. Which, which again uh, is different depending on sword or shield. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Folks, man, that has been our bonus episode. It's a little bit more than 20 minutes. We wanted to try and keep it nice and tight guys. Hopefully you have enjoyed this. Uh, let us know, send us some tweets, send us some emails. Are you excited about us? Uh, and also if not, you can also check out my review, or not my review, I apologize, my uh, reaction to the Pokemon Direct for a guy who doesn't know much about Pokemon, and I have conversations with the host and the presenter. So that's something. Check it out on our YouTube channel. Uh, guys, that is it for myself, Jesse, Tim, and Marty. It's been good. Hopefully you've enjoyed this bonus episode of Nintendo Dads. Bye-bye.